What's going on, everybody? <laughs> this should be an interesting stream. Wow. Monday, November 7th, little after two o'clock. Sorry, I was a minute late. My apologies. I hope that's okay. Come on in, everybody. It's okay. One more time. Ready? Oh, doesn't that feel good? Where are you from? <laughs> I feel like I'm hosting like a um, some sort of uh, like a yoga class. <laughs> let's just come in. Let's air it out. Let's talk about the things that we're concerned about. Let's talk about the things that uh, are going through our minds in a very civil manner. This is going to be a forum for us, for all of us to sit down and talk through the different things that are going on, especially relating to obviously Tesla, Elon Musk and all that stuff going on with Twitter. Uh, most of my viewership, you know, Tesla investors follow Tesla, follow Elon. And so, of course, we're going to use this forum to talk about the things that are going on. Uh, I'm going to try my absolute best, my absolute best to be as impartial as humanly possible. I think my role is best when I'm an observer and I'm somebody who's like, you know, pointing out things that are happening and trying to facilitate conversation. And so that's what we're going to do today. You know, we're going to do it as a community. We're going to come together and we're going to dissect things. So if you have questions, if you have things that are going through your mind, drop them in the comment section. We'll sit down and, you know, we'll, we'll bounce around ideas. We'll do it in an open forum in the spirit of, uh, of our community. And then we'll take it from there. Okay. But let me know where you're from. Germany. Germany. Look at that. Italy. We have some internationals today. I love it. Pennsylvania. Tacoma. California. New Zealand. Toronto. Uh, oh my God, which one is this one? Minnesota? I'm so bad with states, y'all. Los Angeles, Atlanta, uh, SoCal, uh, Belgium. Look at this, Germany. A lot of Germans today, my goodness. What's going on over there? You guys have off today or something? Oh, and it's like after, it's nighttime. What am I saying? <laughs> Everybody's on the same time. Finland, Texas, Sweden, Indiana, Finland, Norway. Germany. Look at this. Iowa, upstate New York, California. Thank you all so much. We have an international um, viewer. This is so humbling, dude. It's like so crazy. I, I never in a thousand years would I have thought that I can have like a, you know, international uh, sort of community. This is wild. You know, we're all people in the end. We're all people. Uh, yes, Minnesota's Minnesota. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Sometimes, you know, I'll say stuff and I'll make myself look like a moron on screen, but that's okay. You know? It's okay to make mistakes. Hungary, Germany, man. Seattle, Paris, Germany, Louisiana, Argentina, London, Phoenix, Montreal, Atlanta. Oh, man. Okay. So what should we start with? Drop it in the comment section. Let me know what's going through your mind. We can hit any topics. The reason why I was a minute late was because I was trying to set up my background to get this black bar off at the top here. I don't know if you see it right here. It says Google. You can't even see the Google thing. And I couldn't. So I'm like, you know what? We'll make it look kind of half-assed. That's okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let me go ahead and uh, perfect. Look at this. What a way to kick off the stream. Let's just get right into it, y'all. Let's get right into it. Let's make sure, again, I have it pinned at the top of the comment section. This is this. We're going to use this as a way to really spur conversation. Please, of course, speak your mind, speak what's going through your mind, let it out. And but let's talk to each other in a civil manner. If there are any personal attacks and, and the mods know this because I pinned it at the top of the comment. If you attack anybody personally, you're out. OK, that's just the kind of stuff we can't tolerate. 
of course, disagree with with each other. Of course, let's sit down and have an open conversation. But if as soon as anybody starts attacking, you're out. That's something I cannot and will not tolerate. Okay, so I just want to make sure that's clear. So let's go ahead and uh, kick off a conversation. Question from Brian. What's your opinion of Elon recommending people to vote Republican right before an election? Yes. So this is really the thing that has kicked off today's um, stuff. <laughs> and that's the reason why we have uh, our friend, the doggy, in the background here. Uh, doggy is a good friend of the of the chat, of the channel, rather. Uh, he's made a lot of appearances here on um, this channel. So in case you are not aware, and if you're not, um, maybe I'm happy for you and I'm sorry for bringing you here <laughs> to independent minded voters. Shared power curbs the worst, uh, excesses of both parties. Therefore, I recommend voting for a Republican Congress, given that the president is democratic. Right. And I actually had a response to this. I, I, uh, I retweeted to this and I, I'm very curious to see what your, uh, what your opinion is on this. Now, of course, I'm sure this is going to make potentially some people upset, but I would love to hear why, right? I would love to hear why you think this is. So what I retweeted is this is a very logical statement that has supercharged that has a supercharged emotional undertone due to the time that we live in. All right. And the thought process behind that. So the way I'm thinking about this is like, okay, if you think about how uh, governments are set up, uh, especially in the United States, um, Really, the way the government is supposed to be acting, again, anybody correct me if, I, if you think I'm wrong here, is checks and balances are important. And I think that was the statement behind sort of why Elon came forth with that. But I think what's interesting about that is that picking a side, per se, can be alienating to people. I can definitely see that. I was actually speaking with my wife this morning about it. Um, and when I when I made the tweet and, and I sort of put it out and she's like, well, you know, I wish he would have stayed impartial. You know, I wish like he would have said, you know, if you're independent, vote for yourself. That kind of makes sense. Right. So maybe the messaging behind that um, makes more sense to be as impartial as humanly possible. And so I can see why folks are, you know, upset about Elon just coming out outright and picking a side per se. Right. Even within the context of, hey, a, a government where you have opposing sides talking to each other is important and it's good to ensure that there's some sort of check and balance. There's folks on the other side that believe that the other side, for example, Democrats might believe that Republicans are doing things that are very bad for the country. And so how can you support one side? Right. The other side's also the case. <laughs> there's You have people on one side that are going to the other side and saying, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe that you're picking somebody on that side. They're, you know, destroying the country. You know, everything's everything's very existential nowadays. And I really that's the reason why I tweeted what I did. It's because sort of the existential nature of the of the sort of society that we live in today, any sort of a statement that could come from a logical standpoint is supercharged because of how each each side views each other. Right. And that's why. You know, when I'm scrolling through Twitter, folks are like, wow, this is crazy. So uh, for me, I, I think I, I agree with my, my wife a little bit on this. I, th I wish he would have been a little bit less. Um, let me let me put it this way. I wish it was more uh, open for folks to interpret what they want to do. You know, of course, he can come out and say, and I'm not saying I'm not hitting on him for recommending people to vote one way because of what he believes. Right. He has every right to say this. He has every right to say that. He recommends voting for a Republican. Now, 
could he have said, hey, you're independent, you know, you decide who you want to vote for, study the field, make sure you're voting for, you know, ideas instead of party. Would, would that have been my preferred statement? Sure. But also at the same time, I wonder, I wonder how much of that statement is tied to sort of his perception of how the Democratic Party potentially may have been treating him lately. And again, this is sort of trying to view it from his lens. You know, he's been pretty open about uh, Biden sort of snubbing him at the EV summit. And of course, you have a lot of folks on the Democratic side, you know, not not a lot. Like there's a minority of the party that's very vocal about how bad of a person he is, so on and so forth. So I wonder how much of that was a little bit of like, well, this is what you get <laughs> sort of thing. Now, of course, that creates a lot of complexities around the issue that, hey, you just bought a social media company, bro. How come you're coming out and already like picking sides per se? So, um, yeah, it's it's very complex. It's a very complex thing. I wish it was a little bit less partial, but I get it right on, on the face of it. Again, the statement to me is logical. If you view it, if you read it just word for word for what it says, it's logical. But I can totally see why folks would have an issue with it. I get it, right? So, and this is why I'm happy I have I have my wife because she kind of helped me sort of view this with different lens. I'm like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. So, what do you guys think, Brian? I hope that that was sort of a, a an answer that um, you know, made sense for you. I'm still like working through it, but that's why I wanted to create this live stream too, so all of us can sit down and work through it together. Like, right? Let's work through these feelings together. Changing times are very uncomfortable. They're very uncomfortable. And of course, I'm sure a lot of us feel uncomfortable right now. <laughs> but let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, right? Let's uh, let's read some comments, and then of course we'll go through and we'll, we'll hit a lot more topics. Obviously, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll sit down. Uh, again, this is meant to be open dialogue, respectful con respectful conversation. Please, just you know, I, I myself have a tendency to like sometimes be afraid of truly speaking my mind because of how I might be perceived. But I feel like if we create an environment where we can just voice our opinions and respect each other, even through disagreements, I feel like that's the best way to like, you know, go through ideas and figure out how to move forward. Right. So I encourage you all to partake on this with me. Fail train S. The way I see it is the establishment versus the people. If you've got a gridlock government, then the establishment continues to prosper. So the stonks go up. Absolute power threatens half the establishment. Interesting take. Thank you for sharing your uh, your uh, your thoughts there, DRK. He could have phrased it differently, more neutral. Yep. Um, <laughs> do you follow the company Palantir? As far as that I do, I'll share my views on that on a different video. But I appreciate um, coming up with that. Uh, Elon has every right to say what he wants, but it doesn't mean it's good for his investors. That is a very interesting take, BD, because that's that I think is at the crux of this whole thing. You know, this is like an entire, a whole entire sort of dimension to this because so many people are invested in Tesla, especially, and because so many people have followed Elon and sort of his companies. Um, there, there is a, a lot of people that are, uh, you know, rightfully so concerned about some things or behaviors that the leader of that company has that could impact their portfolio. Like, why wouldn't that be a concern, obviously, right? So I think it it's a reminder, I think, that Elon, the way he operates is very individualistic. And and I think he's done this the whole time as a, as a CEO of, of Tesla. I don't have to, like, go through back 
and highlight the different times where in public he had moments where it could have alienated part of his fan base. You know, like <laughs> I'm not even going to mention it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. This is the kind of person he is. It's very obvious. So I think that the question becomes for an investor, um, how, how comfortable am I with somebody that's like that at that leadership position and how much of it is signal and how much of it is noise? Some people like it. You know, I, I, and, and this is sort of where I'm like in my head, I'm trying to like parse through this is like, I kind of like the poking at the bear, like exposing, like just saying things, you know, even if he means it or not to try and get reactions to sort of test what's going on a little bit, maybe, um, just to, just to create conversation in itself is, is like something that I, that's good, I believe. But of course, if you're heavily invested in Tesla, especially if you're somebody that is reliant on those savings or in, in that investment, a moment like today is at the very least very uncomfortable. Of course, of course it is, because what's going through your mind is like, wow, so what's going to happen now to Tesla, right? What's he's out there sort of saying these things about, you know, vote Republican Are all Democrats going to stop buying Tesla's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And and it's. um. I, I sometimes wonder too, like how many people will make a decision based on these statements, right? Like there's going to be definitely a, a segment of the population that's going to take that, what was said this morning and say, well, screw, I'm not, I can't support somebody who supports the other side, right? But all in all, I do believe that most folks, I really do think most folks are reasonable when it comes to trying to like separate out opinion versus what's what the person is selling or or what kind of you know service they're they're providing but it's up to the individual to decide if that's something that really harms their reputation for that person right um but he's been like this the whole time i think that's another thing to keep in mind like i've, I've been investing in this company for 10 years like he'll say he has said stuff in the past where i'm like like fuck like why would you say that why would you say that but it's like at the same time, like it's impossible to have somebody that's perfect at all times, right? That always fits your sort of standard for perfection. As much as we want him or anybody else to fit that bill because, you know, he has done some amazing things, but he's not always going to say things that it's going to make you happy, <laughs> right? Especially when it, uh, you know, when you need a certain level of quote unquote crazy in you to partake the things that you've partaken. I mean, starting tests on SpaceX on their own is like an insane thing to do. Nobody should do that. He did. But that takes a little bit of, you know, the, the way the way the head works in, 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 in on his shoulders is different than most. And I think that's sort of why we have situations like, you know, situations like today, which again, if you read through the comment section that I'm reading through it, some people actually like that what he said, right? But some people don't. You know, it, it's a fascinating thing. It's a fascinating thing to follow. It really is. Uh, the media and others are always thinking. Thank you, by the way, but for the comment. That's that's a very good uh, good comment. The media and others are always take, taking shots at him. This is probably him taking a shot back to whoever. It's also good timing to push it. I can say what I want because it was free speech. That's another thing that I've been thinking too. Is like, okay, how much of this is like test testing the platform for what it's meant to be, right? Like saying something that's going to obviously cause a stir. Was there a premeditated effort that says, hey, I'm going to say this to actually see how this thing works? You know, Elon is known for 
uh, using one thing to test many different things, right? The, the, they create something and then, but it solves for many things. So that tweet could be also like, okay, but how, how does free speech actually work? What is going to happen here by me saying these statements? It's fascinating to observe, but that's a great point. Um, thank you, Elon, for speaking your mind. Uh, I agree with Elon, especially with the current administration seems to be hell bent on continuing war in Ukraine, not even considering negotiating and diplomacy to resolve the conflict. Thank you for sharing your opinion, Craig. Um, I hope you're right. And that this doesn't end up permanently hurting, but I think it will. No, I, I respect that opinion. I, I don't think so. And I'd love to hear sort of your, your counter to that, um, BD, but I don't think that's the case because I do believe there is a certain high, certain heightened, um, emotional, uh, sort of state that we're on right now on, especially given that it's the day before a very big election cycle in the States, uh, for Congress, uh, the Senate of the House tomorrow is a big day for that. And there, you know, there's expectations that there's, if you look at the commercials, it's like the craziest thing because you have one side is like, if you choose, you know, <laughs> this is like the crazy, this is why I can't, I can't pick a party. I'm like an individual person, you know, but that's my opinion. That's sort of how I think. The bomb party is like, oh my God, if you choose this party, it's the end of democracy. You know, it, it's the worst thing ever. The other side is like, if you pick these party, you know, this party is going to be, uh, you know, the worst, whatever, whatever excuses you want to come up with, but there it's very existential and people have a, have a right to believe that's the case. I'm not saying don't believe that. It's just as sort of like a more like in, in the middle neutral observer It's so fascinating to watch just how existential these things are. And, and the one thing that I, that I personally come back to is like, you know, things usually aren't as good or as bad as you think they are because it's really in the gray. It's really somewhere in the middle. Is one party better than the other? A lot of people can make the argument for their own party, right? But in the end, most people, I think, understand that there is a gray. And so, you know, when, when statements like that are made, I think most people realize that, hey, this is like an opinion. And yeah, I disagree with it. But then next, when they get into a Tesla, you know, in about two, three weeks time, and their friends like, yo, check out this this Tesla I got. They're like, well, this is I can't, you know, he's he's supposed to rep Republicans, right? Yeah, but check out how fast it goes. It goes fast, and then I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to buy this. <laughs> That's how people are, man. You know, like think of Jeff Bezos as an example. Like, how how much hate does Jeff Bezos get? And does anyone not use Amazon? You know, and of course, like those two people are very different, but it's like. In the end, if if you if the thing you're offering is loved by people, I think people can separate out those two things. So from an investment perspective, I don't think this hurts Tesla at all. My personal opinion, because of that sort of the product's just too damn good. Um, and it also sort of creates this possibility where this could be used as a way to open dialogue for more people to come in. So the best case scenario for this is that this tweet goes out. Uh, well, it went out. People are like, wow, fucking Elon Musk, freaking, you know, Republican supported. What a piece of shit, you know, whatever. Like, you know how people get super emotional about this crap and which is fine, which is fine. But then if, if it turns into a dialogue of like, wow, okay, now Elon Musk is putting out tweets out there that I agree with, you know, like he's just out there putting stuff out that caters to some sort of the population this could turn from this guy's alienating people to like wow this guy is actually a complex person just like all of us and i can see 
I can see his side. I disagree with it, but I'm not going to like shun him from my standpoint. And of course, some will, but I think that's going to be the minority. I think most, most people are, yeah, like I said before, most people are able to rationalize through these things, but I'd love to sort of continue hearing y'all's opinions, but um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Drop your questions. Drop your comments. Let's go through this. What a day. What a day. I hope I'm making sense. If I'm not making sense, let me know. But I hope I'm just sort of dumping my brain on y'all. And I hope you can take it. <laughs> I'm, oftentimes it don't make sense. And I, I do apologize for that. Uh, yeah, people will forget this probably, especially as Cybertruck, Semi, and FSD come online. The 30,000 model SpaceX Starship starts flying. People get reminded that Elon does actually deliver perhaps late. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, I think I think after tomorrow, the vibe is going to be very different. Once the elections are done, you know, Wednesday, everybody's going to have a hangover, maybe a Twitter hangover. And uh, everyone's going to be super like, oh, God, you know, we're past this now. Now what? And then after Wednesday, it's all going to be about results from that point forward. Right now, it's like emotional supercharge, as it should be. Like, like you know, it's important to have your opinion or your voice heard for something that you're very strongly believe in. And that's why we have sort of the upheaval that we have. But it's important. But after tomorrow, there's going to be a very clear cut that says, okay, race is done. All the political craziness is, is done and settled. Now, Wednesday's here. We know what has happened. Okay, now what? And you look around, you're like, okay, wow. So Tesla is going to make uh, $40 billion of cash next year. And they're doing a buyback. And they're going to grow 50% year over year. And they have a new car coming out. And then they have a bot coming out and they have full self-driving coming out. Well, I'm not investing, you know, like <laughs> once, once you get past the emotional, like the, the stuff starts coming, you know, like, like what's actually meat of the bones is, is fine, but we have to get through it. We have to get, get through it. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create a pathway through this, through open dialogue. So we can at least hear each other's sides. So we all understand where we're coming from. So that when we get to the other side, we'll like look back and be like, okay, I see why you were feeling this way. I see why you were acting this way. I understand. Might disagree, but I understand. And then you move forward together. Right? Might be naive, but I'm trying. Question. Who would you like to work with Elon on making Twitter a better platform? For me, Jordan Peterson and Russell Brand would be excellent. I mean, I, I would pick every side. You know, I think it would be important to have, I think those folks would be good. I think, you know, throw Ben Shapiro in there, uh, you know, which who, who I disagree with on literally everything, but I like him because he stands up for what he believes in. I think I'd respect the shit out of that. So just, just get opposing views and throw them all in the same thing and just, and just facilitate a way for them to respectfully talk to each other and then figure out how to move forward from there. That's how you make progress, man. Like any, any sort of place you've ever worked at where you feel like you guys, you know, made made y'all. I'm from Texas. What am I saying you guys for? Y'all. When y'all been making good good progress, um, you're probably in the same room with people that had very different uh backgrounds and different ideas. But once you sit down and talk through them, you you're like, wow, holy crap, I'm glad you had your side of the sort of uh viewpoint because then we combined ours and we figured out what the clear path is forward. You know, just throw everybody in there. Throw everybody in there. And see how they do. Um, ben Shapiro was just on Lex Freeman. Yeah, he was. Uh, Diego, uh, Farzad, I disagree. Elon chose a side, which is the same as neglecting the other side. Childish, as the most important businessman alive, he has to weigh the effect of his tweets. So I, I definitely get that too, right? No, I appreciate you sharing that, Diego. That was sort of uh, a little bit of my what, what my wife was saying in the you know this morning when I was talking to her. Is like, man, he should have been a little bit more 
impartial. He should have been more, um, you know, don't pick a side. Like, promote the fact that folks should be independently minded. Um, I see that. I see that. But in my head, I weigh it with, but he's still a person. And why shouldn't he voice his opinion? You know, does he have a lot of influence? Of course. Of course he does. But ultimately, if a person's sort of speaking out their mind, ah, man, like I wouldn't want somebody to tell me not to say something. Right. So I'm like trying to balance those two things, but I can totally see where you're coming from. I can. Uh, <laughs> how do you uh, stay so positive about all this stuff? I find it really difficult to find the good threads of hope to pull on. I've been trying to be less cynical, but it is, it is a struggle. Um, maybe I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, man, I, I think ultimately like people are good, man. I, I really do think people are good from every side, even the ones that I completely disagree with. And I think ultimately, like, if you look at the, the, the path of human sort of like where we've been and where we are today, it's gotten better. Like it really has. So from that trend line perspective, I'm hopeful that it will continue. And when I talk to regular people, like when I literally step away from Twitter and I just talk to people, I feel like I have something in common with like everybody. And that to, that to me tells me that there's some sort of connection between all of us. And so when I'm thinking about ideas and thinking about what's going on in the world, I'm like, ultimately, these are people that are like, all have something in common. They just don't know it yet. So once they figure out they have something in common, we'll be fine. You know, I think it'll be better. It'll be better in that way. And we're sort of in this internet age where we're learning how to talk to each other. And everybody has a megaphone now. And we're like testing out what that megaphone does. I hate this. I hate that. I love this. I love that. Well, I hate you for loving that. I love you for hating that, right? <laughs> it's like you have all these permutations. It's weird. But we're figuring that out. So I think ultimately what's going to happen is, I think, this sort of internet age that we're in, we're going to realize, wow, like we're all sitting down and, and we all have a lot more in common than we think. And once we find that again within ourselves, then we'll be able to move forward better. So that's that's sort of why I'm so positive is because I, I really do think we're going to end up in that situation. And one of the things that excites me about Elon having Twitter is that I, what's most interesting about that is that if that can somehow turn into that forum where all of us can come in as humans first, get through all this disagreement stuff that we have going on, but recognize that, hey, like we're humans first, I'm hopeful that we'll get there. But I don't know how that, how, how that that's done, but I'm just hopeful that it will because we tend to figure stuff out. And usually when you have a guy that, you know, regardless of what his sort of standpoint is, you know, he is a good problem solver. So I, I think that he's going to solve this. He's going to need help. But I think I think he'll solve it. I think he'll solve it. For sure. Uh, what other questions do you have? Drop them in the comment section below. There's so many. Thank you all so much. Thank you for joining us. We're already half an hour in. I feel like I just started this thing. My God. Nick, first, you should hire a PR team at Tesla to send periodic news releases about the various benchmarks and events so they can be framed in a positive light before the FUD washes over everything. There's a follow-up here. Second, Tesla should launch a massive advertising campaign on Twitter as a huge flex move that provides stability to Twitter while drawing massive awareness of Tesla during a recessionary economy. I, I do know that there's folks out there that uh, are very pro-PR. And, and one of the interesting things that I've sort of been thinking through is I think the 
especially now that Elon has so much attention in the social media sort of sphere, I think it kind of makes sense to have a team that is able to sort of parse through all the noise that Elon might create and just kind of like pass on the information that's great about the companies that he has, sort of like the, the standard companies, right? Like I'm warming up to that idea. I really am. But at the same time, Elon is known for doing things very, very differently. And so in the long term, this could be a different outcome based on how he approaches these problems. Like maybe this upheaval that we're having is part of that process. I don't know. But I, I respect that sort of viewpoint that you have. And I'm warming up to it. I'm personally warming up to it. And I'd love to hear everyone's uh, opinions on that too. Um, there has been so much left bias and incentive to censorship and banning the right. It got uh, out of hand. I lost a lot of respect for the left. I used to be uh, the last few years. Thank you for sharing your, uh, your viewpoint there. I appreciate you. Um, most of our actors and pro athletes tend to make their political leanings known, and no one seems to have a problem with that. The common denominator is they mainly support the, the one side of the aisle. Interesting observation. Thank you. Yeah, I, it is, it is interesting that when I go online, most of the, maybe it's the echo chamber that I'm in, but a lot of it is it's usually left leaning, but, um, yeah. LOL, we're Elon's PR. We have been for a long time. <laughs> And we don't get paid. <laughs> we don't need to. We love it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. I think uh, AOC and Elon should meet and actually talk. They are both not even they, that far away. I think getting together, especially if you don't agree, is a good recipe to broaden the mind. I love that idea. So that is the kind of thing that I'm hopeful for for Twitter is like, get those two together. Like, why can't Elon and AOC have a pod, like a two and a half hour long podcast? That would be nuts. Think about it. Why? Like, sh we should help facilitate that in some way. Get AOC and Elon, put them in a room, talk about stuff. You know, they're both human beings. Do I disagree with everything AOC, sa AOC says? Yes. <laughs> Do I think like she shouldn't be able to uh, like speak her mind and run for office and stuff? Of course not. Like you should do that. That's if that's what you want to do, do it. You know, do I have a lot of issues? Yes, of course. But that's how this works. So having that place where people can sit down and have a conversation, especially on two very different sides, would be amazing. I don't know if that will ever happen, though, but I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I would very much love to see it. Is she honest, though? Um, I think having that conversation would help everyone know if she is or not. You know? It's, it's that sort of conversations. You should get them on the, on your channel. Yeah, if that happened, <laughs> boy, that would be so fun. How can we make that happen? AOC and Elon would end up dating. <laughs> Is it, doesn't AOC, isn't she married? Uh, I don't know. I think she's married. Um, let's see. Hey, everyone, let's all, all keep this respectful. Thank you, Donald. Donald's one of our mods. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you very much. Uh, George, what could Elon do to make Twitter not a cesspool of extreme statements? Twitter was never a place of debate yet. What could be done to make it a place of debate? I think the blue check mark is part of that sort of process. And of course, folks have um, have very strong opinions about that, you know, which I obviously respect. But the idea is to have folks that are definitely verified, have conversations, you know, 
out there in the Twitter world while ensuring that everyone's abiding to the terms of use. Um, so that's a good start to verify everybody as the person that they are is very, very important. Even like allowing them to say, Hey, this is who I am. And then promoting that conversation makes sense. The one thing that they have to be careful with in that respect is to ensure that it doesn't just become a place where only the ones that are willing to, um, pay dominate the conversation unless that like say eight dollars a month everybody can afford in a sense and you get what you pay for you know i, I think over time one of the things that says like hey we're going to give more features to the check mark and we're going to allow people to sort of like not just pay eight dollars for verification but you're going to get a host of things so like what is the incentive for you to be able to have that and one of the reports that has come out, which I find super fascinating, is that there there's reports around, you know, Twitter folks were selling the check mark to people, individuals for thousands of dollars, right? Like on the side, which was obviously super messed up, but it was happening. So the check mark has a price, a very expensive price. So now with this being eight dollars, theoretically, what was something that could have had a lot of value that was reserved for a very, very few is now being quote unquote democratized in a way to everybody who's willing to pay $8 to have that stage. And it's like, it harkens me back a little bit to like how Tesla bots going to function in labor. And I'm still thinking through that, but uh, I think that's one of the mechanisms. I'm curious to see how it plays out. I'm hopeful that it will have a good effect, but it's going to require a diverse number of folks to pay the $8 a month to say that I am who I am to be able to have those sort of debates. Will people do that? I don't know. But if you create a killer product that people like can't help but pay eight bucks a month to be part of it, then it could be good. It could be very good. Um, I will look at Twitter in a year and decide if it's better or worse. These things take time. Yeah. So that's ultimately, I believe, with Mimi 100% there. It's very tough to say that it's going to be great today, but I do believe over time it's going to be very good. I do really think so. I think I think because Elon has a proven track record of making stuff happen. The complexity here is that it's it's a social, it's very social, right? It's it's people. <laughs> it's 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 a platform where it's just people talking to each other, which of course Elon has never done. But I'm very curious to see how the teams are built to be able to facilitate for that because I I do think one of Elon's best strengths is team building. Tesla and SpaceX don't exist unless he's able to hire the right people. So I, I think you'll hire the right people for Twitter. And I think over time, it'll be a, a great platform for sure. For sure. I'm actually very confident in that. But getting there is going to be messy as hell. Getting there is going to require us going through this like craziness right now that we're going through where like, you know, policies are changing. There is some like behavior that's making people like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? But like, that's the kind of stuff that you have to go through. It's like almost as everybody's getting like the view of how the sausage is made for a company that is as fast moving as a Tesla or SpaceX. This is how it's done. This is how it's done. You just implement stuff, see how it reacts, you move, and then you make a decision and you move forward. The thing now is that everybody gets to see it. It's super public. You know, it's software, it's code. And I think it's it's jarring people because they're like, oh my God, like it doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. He's like changing these things all of a sudden. He's saying these things. It seems like it's out of control. It's not. It's 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 chaotic on purpose. Because that's how you innovate. It has to feel like chaos. Opportunity comes from chaos. You have this is when um, when I often talk about the culture of innovation at Tesla. This is what it feels like. 
this is exactly what it feels like. It's chaos. But if it's not chaotic, you're not going to have opportunities to there for you to capitalize on because that chaos, it highlights what's messed up. It highlights what needs attention. It, it's a forcing function for people to go there. So when you have really talented people in chaos, you have magic, but it's crazy. <laughs> but that's how you do it. That's that's the only way I know how to do that. Um, and I think some people are surprised to see that it's you know, chaotic in a way, but that's how you do it. That's how you do it. How do you feel about that? Let me know. Uh, what is the low for Tesla this cycle? I have no idea. I'm a long-term investor. Um, I'm much more focused about five to 10 years from now versus this cycle. I think there's other folks um, um, that do a good job covering the short term. I am not one of those. I'm more of a like, sort of commentator and thinking about the long term, but I appreciate you. Good vibes. Such an amazing stream. You got this. Thank you. Appreciate you. Are you guys having fun? Drop it in the comments. Are you having fun? Is this helpful? Is this not helpful? Do you feel like you're able to get your thoughts out? Uh, let me know. Please. Having conversations uh, make things move forward. 100%. 100%. Totally agree. Um, calm down, guys. Never lose trust in Elon. My portfolio is 33% down, but I believe in Elon. Thank you for sharing, Michael. Appreciate you. Fun. Fun. This is great. Awesome. Awesome. Good work. I subscribe. Thank you. Thank you, Sergey. Thank you. John, you're great at what you do. Thank you. Thank you, John. Appreciate you. Um, awesome. 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 What other questions do you have? What other, what other things are going through your mind? <laughs> Should I keep this up? <laughs> I can't help. <sighs> maybe there's something wrong with me. Anytime it's like this chaotic, it's like, it's fun. And maybe I shouldn't say that, but like it is because it's, it's every time I face a moment like this in my life, it's that's when like the, the next best thing appeared. It's from that chaos. If you find like, okay, what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, what, what is the thing that I'm supposed to highlight that I'm, that I need to like uh, focus on? It makes it so easy to identify. And I almost like, I was almost didn't do the stream because I'm like, man, is this, is this too tense? Is it like kind of too crazy? I'm like, no, let me get out there. Let me get out. I'm sure people find value in being able to sort of like sit down and hear somebody go through some of the craziness that's going on because then it helps you formulate some thoughts and it helps me formulate my thoughts and it helps me reading your thoughts, formulate my thoughts, right? So this is sort of a skill set that gets developed over time. And I often talk about like feel comfortable feeling uncomfortable. This is one of those perfect moments to exercise that because a lot of us are uncomfortable with what's going on. But the more comfortable we are in those situations, the more we can separate, you know, signal from noise and be like, okay, this is what I really should be focusing on. This is how I should be moving forward. Like it's a long-term thing. It's not a short-term thing. Is this, does it impact all sides or does it impact only one side? Is it something that's crazy that's going to cripple the company or is it just a short-term thing that's going to be, that's causing upheaval? What are the positives and negatives from it, right? Um, being comfortable in those situations allows you to think through that, in my opinion. And I've practiced that many times in my career and everything that I've done and, and it's been a good recipe. 
and I'm hoping that these streams and sort of my, I think ultimately that's what I'm trying to do is like create my channel to be that is like a place where all of us can come together and observe from each other, how we can handle situations good or bad. And what are the things we have to think through to move forward? So, uh, and I appreciate all of you guys being with me, all of y'all, my God, I keep saying you guys, <sighs> Oh, Donald, what a plug. Donald, what a plug, bro. Question, is the shirt you're wearing available at your merch store at farzamizbahi.com slash merch? Yes. Donald, you are a badass. I should send you a free shirt for that. DM me on Twitter. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, Farza shirt is going to take on a different meaning once the red light district models come out. <laughs> Damn, bro. Come on now. We have kids watching potentially. Jeesh. The fud over the years has pretty much desynthesized me from Elon's shenanigans and people's reactions to it. That's another thing that I've I've sort of um, you know, thought through too is this time sort of reminds me a lot of the, you know, the quote unquote FUD years of like 2016 to 2019 while I was investing in the company. That was freaking crazy. That was insane. That was, in my opinion, that was way worse than what we're going through now. Because at that time, there were very focused efforts to derail Elon and his companies and everybody that was associated to that. Super, like it was super focused to make that happen. Super focused. And if they were successful, everything dies. Tesla dies. SpaceX probably dies. Everything's screwed. Now these companies are very so self-sustaining. And even though it's the things he's saying might be pissing off part of the country, I think the other part of the country likes it. <laughs> so net net likeness is probably the same. And this is the crazy thing about this, I believe, is that although a portion of the, of the population might not like what they're seeing, or it might even like get it to a point where they just completely dislike, there's going to be an equal number of people that are going to be like, yo, this guy, I love what he's saying. I'm going to start supporting them, you know? And I put out a tweet like half jokingly, but I'm like, what if this whole thing is this like the cyber truck marketing strategy? <laughs> In jest, obviously. But um, yeah, it's fascinating to think about. So like net, net, what's the impact? Yeah, you might be personally impacted by this, but try to think out, you know, maybe outside the box and like holistically, what is the net impact of this conversation? I don't know what it is, but walking through that logically may expose certain things that perhaps you were uh, putting too much value on this derailing um, the company maybe or impacting the stock, you know? And that's why having diversity of thought and, and surrounding yourself with people that think differently from you is super important. Like a day like today, even as an investor, imagine how valuable it would be if you had 50 friends that were all from like different sides. And then you send them the tweet that Elon had this morning. Like, yo, what do you guys think about this? Like, what are, what are your thoughts? What do you think I think about this? And then you get all their opinions. And then maybe in your head, you're like, wow, this is going to be bad. And then you might realize, wow, my biases were sort of clouding my judgment here. I'm realizing that there's more people out there that actually believe this is a positive. Then that changes the equation entirely. That's why surrounding yourself with people that think very differently from you is so freaking important, even as an investor, you know? Yeah, I don't know if that's, that helps you all, but that's something that really, really um, helps me in these moments. And unfortunately... I, I've surrounded myself with a really great group of people and I'm very thankful to have. And of course, I have you guys. Like, I can't even imagine. 
I feel so lucky to have the community that I have because I really do feel like we can sit down and have honest conversations about these things. And hopefully this is very helpful for you too. You know? Who knew that disrupting transport, energy, space exploration, labor, and politics would be tough? <laughs> Piece of cake. Come on. I, I do love I do love that point, though. It is, you know, Elon and his companies are disruptors, and society is kind of being disrupted a little bit. It is. It is, it is. Um... This is only going to spring down Tesla further. And when it's time, it will pop release like it has before. It's only a matter of time. Not financial advice, but a lot of people do think that Tesla's fundamentals are unchanged. And it the story might change in the in the long term. I already clicked on that. Sorry. I use Tesla for my business. Built like a Dodge. Engineered like a Porsche. The stock is way undervalued as it does not take into account autonomous driving and other revenue streams. Yeah. Thank you, Fat Juicy. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, what is the what is the overlap between what's being said and what the companies are doing, and how many people are going to make decisions based on that? Like, are they going to recognize the individual as the individual and the company as a company, and realize that Tesla is a hundred and some odd thousand people? I just had two of my friends over for the weekend. They both uh, work. Oh, somebody just bought something on the store. Thank you. <laughs> I just got a notification. Thank you so much. Uh, that's funny. That's never happened before. Thank you. I should turn off notifications. Then I got all distracted. Uh, I had a couple of my friends, uh, on my, at my house that work for Tesla, uh, today, they're actually going back today and they're visiting Gigafactory before they go back to Fremont. And, uh, we were talking about like the stuff with Elon and Twitter and stuff. And I'm like, I, I'm, I probably know the answer to this, but like, how, how's everybody like feeling in Tesla about Elon, like buying Twitter and all the stuff. They're like, uh, we don't care. Like we're, we got shit to do. <laughs> I'm like, I knew that. I, of course I knew that, you know, like it, it's, people are so focused in there, but that's like, kind of like regrounds you, you know, you sit there you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like this for me and my bubble and what I'm thinking through, it's kind of uncomfortable but like when it comes to like the people working on the company that we all care about they don't care like they have work to do man like you really think work stops no like you you can't you have to get in there and put out fires and make the company move forward i'm like okay you know so of course as an investor i'm like yeah of course that makes me feel good but i kind of knew that already so there you go so i'm passing that on to y'all everything's fine inside the company and so of course two people i don't want them to speak for everybody but um i think yeah. Steven, thank you so much. Thank you. That was funny. I saw the name too come through, but I, I didn't want to say it just uh, to keep you anonymous. But thank you, Steven. That's very, very uh, sweet. Millions of young adults are boycotting high overpriced homes and are in mass surge into vehicular residency, Tesla EV camp mode. Thousands are living from their Teslas as they can sleep while charging. That is one of those markets long term. I think that's going to be fascinating to follow. I think if Tesla gets into the RV space, like a mobile home on wheels that drives itself and it can take you anywhere. I think that's a brand new market that's never existed before that's enabled by autonomous vehicles. And that is being super slept on. And I agree with you a thousand percent. I think in like 10, 15 years, that's going to be a brand new market that hasn't existed today. House on wheels. Why not? If the house drives on its own and it can charge in the middle of nowhere with solar panels and it's uh, self-driving, I think there's going to be a few million people, at least in the States, that would love to have that sort of lifestyle. Especially if it's cheaper than owning a home. And you could be anywhere. Bro, you can go to the Grand Canyon, 
work from the Grand Canyon for the week with Starlink. Why wouldn't you do that? Like I would do that. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? Crazy. Crazy. Elon should fly an Optimus robot to the moon and then allow humans to operate it with chat commands during a 24-7 Twitter live stream. Average daily be delay between moon and earth is 2.5. Dude, that is such a good freaking idea. All right. You need to tweet that out at me on Twitter, at Farziness, and I will retweet that and let's make that happen. That is such a good idea. Like he's already going to the moon for a test, drop an optimist there and we can be like, boop, boop, boop. Now, if it falls over and it can't get up, we're screwed. <laughs> How will it charge? That's a good idea though. If they can fix that up, if they can, um, if they can figure that out, would be hilarious. Cool shirt. I'm into Tesla long term and I have a Model 3. Awesome, Steven. Thank you, brother. Really, uh, really support. Uh, I really appreciate your support. But if young people are living in their car, they are not going to have kids <laughs> unless they, what they upgrade to a Model X. So I think uh, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. What other questions do you have? Comments? Let me know. Great stream, y'all. I really appreciate everybody being in, and I I've been monitoring the chat, and everybody's very respectful. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. I hope this stream has been helpful so far. Really, I really do hope so. Curious Peggy, what's up, bro? My Persian brother from another mother. Check him out on YouTube. Great channel. I spoke to him uh, not too long ago. Um, when are you getting an acoustic to add to your collection? A Taylor Mahogany would look good on the wall. Yeah, man, I got to put that third guitar up there. I agree. I agree. I'm working on it. I haven't decided if I want another electric or an acoustic, but um, yeah. I'll get there one day. Before Elon, it took a year for Twitter to add an edit button. Under Elon, I believe these changes will take a couple weeks. That's the one thing. Another thing, too, that's very interesting about the uh, the Twitter acquisition is that software is way easier to iterate on than hardware. And what could have taken, say, months or years at Tesla to fully develop over time, like building out a freaking supply chain. With Twitter, it's like, bang, code bang code and of course i'm not going to trivialize writing code it's super hard it's not a skill i have but there's a lot of talented software engineers out there and all you really got to do is figure out the idea write down the code and then pr push publish and then you're live and i think people are seeing that live playing out that was sort of my comment before is like hey this is how the sausage is made this is how great companies are built um that innovate really quickly like this is part of that process yeah and i think once people see as long as they're positive changes which i believe they will be I think people want to be like, wow, like good stuff is happening. This this guy clearly knows what he's doing. Super unorthodox, but he knows what he's doing. Um, and I think long term, that's going to help Twitter and it's going to help uh, hopefully society in, in a positive way, just like SpaceX and Tesla are helping society. So possible that Tesla goes bankrupt. Uh, I give it about as small a chance as anything that I know. <laughs> I mean, of course. If every factory is hit by an earthquake, a meteor lands, and there's nuclear war, maybe they go bankrupt. But I really, 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 really don't think that's going to be the case at any point. Uh, especially in this same, especially while Elon's there, and especially for like medium to short term, zero percent chance. Even in the long term, man, I really don't think that's going to happen. But again, I'm not a, I'm not an oracle. I don't know. I don't know. I can't be very confident about anything, but I just, it seems extremely, 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 extremely unlikely. Nothing's impossible, but it feels very, very, very unlikely. Anders, 
I'm excited about Twitter and what Elon Musk plans to do with it. I think it will become huge. He seems to be thinking long-term as well as mid and short-term. Yep, that's uh appears to be his strengths for sure. I have no problem with Elon buying Twitter. He's just playing for the chess with the world, and I'm sure that he has a master plan just like he has had in the past. That's another thing, too, is that you know Elon has shown that there's more there's more to like his ideas than originally thought. And I believe that's probably the case. It's just going to be a lot of people are going to sort of be uncomfortable with that journey because it is going to be uncomfortable. You know, a lot of changes that are made very quickly are make people uncomfortable, but that's part of the, that's part of the process of innovation. There's also the thing with all that talk about Elon being distracted as if he alone is working there. So many people making it work. That's how they execute so well, too much focus on Elon. Oh my goodness. Excuse me. I just had barbecue for lunch. My God, it was so good. The Ola barbecue in Austin, you have to go there. You have to go there. I probably had the best barbecue of my life there. Um, I agree. And, and that, you know, what's fascinating about this whole thing with Twitter too is like people forget that Tesla exists now. You know, like when is the last time um, Tesla, we don't really talk about Tesla too much in the last couple of weeks <laughs> as a community, which has been fascinating. But Tesla's out there still making huge strides. You know, I just had a couple of my friends from them like, yo, we're so busy. I'm like, I can only imagine. Um, yeah, like that stuff's still getting done. And that's not an individual. That's an entire team. And that's a team that that freaking rocks, right? So it's a great point. It's a great, great point. What would be a good name for new Twitter? Do you think they should change the name? I believe he's pretty dead set on X.com. So it's probably going to be that. Uh, so I, I could definitely see that being the case. Uh, X.com. For sure. <laughs> Chance of Tesla going bankrupt as small as GM surviving the decade. Thanks, Mary. You led the way. Okay. Can we use this time in the stream, please? Please drop it in the comments. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. You let it in matters. Thank you. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Thank you, Mary. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, why is Elon damaging Tesla's brand by alienating half the population? So this is a very fascinating comment. I actually uh, made a poll. I don't know what the outcome is so far. Interesting. Look at this. Check this out. So I made a poll uh, two hours ago, roughly. 1.30. What time is it now? Three o'clock, about an hour and a half ago. Do you think Elon Musk buying Twitter has worsened Tesla's public perception? 65% say yes. 21% say no. 13% say not sure. So um, two-thirds believe that's the case. The thing that I'm really interested about here, though, is has it hurt the perception of the people that are currently following the company? And what about the flip side? What about on the other side? What about the people that don't follow the company that this could now be viewed as positive instead of negative? Right. So like net net, what's the impact? And I'm not here to defend or not defend the position, but like holistically speaking, from a total population perspective, is that the case? So I find that to be a very fascinating poll. Um, what do you think? What do you think? This is the kind of stuff that's like fascinating for me to think through because, you know, in the moment, it very well could be, but I'm curious if, if I run this poll again in a week, if we're going to get the same answer. And this is sort of what I'm, I love using my Twitter for is like gauging the community's sort of like present moment feeling about something and then 
retesting that over time and seeing how we all evolve our thinking and if we feel the same way after certain things happen in the public you know um the market the stock market has proven that we're all very like choo 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 <laughs> you know like the stock market's almost like humanity's near term uh feeling barometer like how do we feel as a society because you know most most of us have money so and most of us can put money in the stock market of course the stock market is dominated by the big bucks it really is but in the short term you do get these crazy fluctuations that seem to reflect how how the how society seems to be feeling towards something i believe so um yeah i love running these polls from time to time fascinating stuff if that worries you if this poll worries you let me know because i'd be very uh, interested to, to hear your uh your uh your take as to why that is let me just boost it just to see if we can get more people to vote on it farziness if you don't follow me on twitter by the way at farziness the robots are coming awesome uh what else we got business should be neutral by doing this elon took a position that obviously the right loves so businesses including investors become more cautious same george orwell dude come welcome to the stream george that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's that's a take that I could totally see. I could totally see that, you know, and, and that was sort of the commentary at the beginning that staying neutral from an individual's perspective, like in my head, I'm like, yeah, I would have preferred if he was neutral, but I don't want to um, prevent somebody from voicing their opinion. And I'm curious to see net net if that is a positive and negative effect, because there are people out there that do have differing um, opinions. And could this be, hopefully, in a, in a positive scenario, a way for uh, us as a society to say, wow, there's somebody there that I disagree with, but I still kind of respect them and I, I, I see where they're coming from, even though I disagree with them, so on and so forth. So maybe op too optimistically, that's the case, but um, I could see that, you know, and obviously, obviously, folks feel along those lines, too, at least the people that have voted on this. So, yeah, it's fascinating to talk about. For sure. Just got here. What happened today? Nothing. Nothing happened today. Psh, nothing at all. <laughs> Do you think a Dogecoin investment is a no-brainer after Elon acquired Twitter and already posted a pic of his Floki Shiba Inu with a wink emoji? I have no idea. No idea. He does talk about Doge a lot, but I don't know what his... uh long-term plans are with that coin hopefully they're good at the moment i don't see benefits of the twitter buy for tesla opposite right now because of distractions and noise but i can't imagine this to happen in the future um yeah a lot of craziness again a lot of noise with the election tomorrow and i think that heightens everything uh next monday I, even this wednesday i feel like the vibe is going to be very different i think folks will have had a chance to sleep digest their thoughts and then move forward from there for sure so this is another great point as a ceo of 600 billion dollar company his first responsibility is to protect shareholder value and understand after effects of his tweets and political statements that's another point that's super valid i think what's also interesting about elon though is that he everybody knows what they're getting into kind of like nobody's being forced to buy the company so I do feel like folks that are investing in the company um, should be aware of the type of individual Elon is. But of course, if you are an investor, you have every right 
to voice your opinion how the leadership should function because it is public, right? So keeping that thing balanced is probably smart. Yeah. I think having a balanced viewpoint there makes smart. And that, that's, I mean, that's, that's a point that can be valid as well, right? You know, and I'm sure uh, some of us, from, some of you guys definitely feel that way as well. Um, I, I tend to be on the camp that I would rather give the individual the ability to be an individual and I will invest by weighing the individual versus the company. And even though the individual might be doing things that I don't agree with necessarily, I'm still in it on, from a net perspective. I'm in it because of the good that it's doing to society. The products are incredible. And I do feel like over time, like this is not an individual and this is this is an entire company thing. And I don't think necessarily that it's a terrible thing what Elon's doing. It does create instability. And it, you know, it can create uh, obviously some, some weird situations like it has today. But I think long term, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I can see how that can be the case and how people can view that. And you have every right to make a decision based on that, you know? So anyway, I appreciate everyone's comments. All right, we're an hour in. Let's call it a day. I think this is good enough. Yeah, we've sat down. We walked through this. Uh, hopefully, this is helpful for you all to sort of navigate today's environment um, I'll try to do more streams more often as well. I think these are very helpful for me to sort of gauge my community and how everybody's feeling and gives me a chance to talk with y'all one-on-one. But if you, this was helpful, I would love it if you hit the like button, subscribe if you feel like you want to see more content from me, merch in the description if you want to get a shirt like this, the robots are coming, merch store. And yeah, thank you guys very much. Mwah. Love you. Have a great day. This too shall pass <laughs> if this is stressing you out. It's never as good as you think or as bad as you think, okay? It will pass. And then next Monday, we'll come back and be like, okay, that was eventful. I learned something. I learned something from that. I learned how this sort of impacts my emotions. I learned what it means to be a Tesla investor. I, I, I know what it means to like sort of follow Elon. And now with this new thing that he's undertaking, sort of the complexities from that. And hopefully that helps shape your um, thought processes in the future. You know, this all should be taken as a way for us to learn how to become better investors, better, better problem solvers, better thinkers. But ultimately, uh, creating a community where we can all sit down and sort of float our, idea, our ideas and really talk to each other about how we feel so that we can figure out how to move forward. So with that, thank you very much. We'll see you around. I'll see you tomorrow. Take it easy, everybody. Love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Seriously. Bye-bye. Great job in the comments, everybody. Really good discussion. Thank you. And broadcast. Bye-bye.